It's 6 a.m. Rise and Shine. Let's talk sports and welcome to The Grind. And good Friday to you, and welcome inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Booner as we grind it out here on a Friday edition. Boone, welcome in. It's uh, another cool morning that'll lead to a warm afternoon. It's a uh, it's that time of year to where you need the you need the hoodie in the morning, but you need the shorts in the afternoon. Yeah, it's that time of a year that'll go from 39 to 65 in a hurry. Isn't that something? I mean, I'm kind of for it. I, I, I kind of like it. I can deal with a cool morning if I get a nice afternoon. Hey, I ain't scared. Yeah, ain't nothing. That heat's what works on me. Oh, yeah. Well, see, there's always that that limit. You know, it's like a you know, it's like one of those gauges. You know, you you kind of don't want to get to E, but you know, you don't have to stay at full. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm one of those. If if it would stay, you know, spring and fall longer, I'm okay with that. It's the the hard winter. Like the bur, you know, the the scary cold, and then the uh, and then the 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 crazy hot of like September that just like yeah works on you. We could be out of our six straight weeks of rain, Wayno. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say I, I hope that some of this rain continues, or it's just going to torch the grass. Which, if anybody's listened to more than just this first five minutes of this show, you know that ain't going to bother me a whole lot. Uh, I'm not a mower. Um, but I do want it to look good. So, I mean, it's kind of a – I'm kind of fighting myself. It's like an uh, in-between-the-ears battle. You know what I'm saying? Hey, um, I appreciate the uh, the buzz cut. You're a talented man. I, I feel like, yeah, I, I, If for those who are wondering, I, I, I gave Boone a haircut yesterday. Boone was giving me a hard time. He was saying, I'm going to be – I'm gonna be Shaggy Dog before the the barbers open back up, and 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 I've been around Boone for a while now. I mean, I've I've seen Boone's haircut, and and not that there's no flavor or no style in the haircut, but I mean he's found something that works and he sticks with it. It's a it's, it's that cereal bowl that I handed you. It's a number half, uh, as he called it, but a a half which was like what well, what is it like five sixteenths inch or something? It's it's short. I mean, it's a buzz cut. It's it's a uh, it's the old uh, it's, it's the old military no, classic. No nonsense, low maintenance. Get out of the shower. One, two, three, four. I'm done. So it was a tag team effort. I was the I was the 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 hair guy, and Laura was the uh, the edger. She was the trim trimmed in. So so Boone does look pretty suave here today, uh, in 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 part by his uh, his stop by the Kaiser Garage. I'm ready. He's ready. But, uh, boom, we got some cool stuff to talk about. Yesterday afternoon, we had the opportunity to talk to Charlie Paleo, host of, of uh, the Blunt County's probably longest-running sports show, or at least East Tennessee's longest sports-running show. Um, Did you know he and I were born on the same month and the same day? Yeah, just a couple years apart. You're the, uh, you're the youngin' in that situation. Doesn't that make you feel good? Yeah, Coach, uh, coach spelled it out there. We're we're in that uh, dangerous category. I mean, ten uh, percent. You don't want to get it. You yeah. don't want to get the the COVID. Yeah, but you got that boon on your side. You you got that mountain mountain health going. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I need to buy a book on strengthening my immune systems. What Boone Or just go to McKay's and get one for free. Yeah. Either way. But uh, but Boone's, Boone's in here suave and it up. But uh, we got some cool topics. We talked Charlie Paleo yesterday afternoon. We recorded it. We'll play it back for you this morning. Uh, a lot of the guys in, in, on that panel, like you said, were in. They're in that that scary category. That it, it's just not a good deal to even be flirting with this COVID nineteen. So they've 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 changed up their programming. They've they've done some things differently, and then they're going to have starting this week some really cool best of the sports page things they're going to roll out. So uh, something to be listening for here in the middle portion of the show. Also, uh, we're going to talk on the back end about a little LSU going rogue. Uh, you talk about, uh, we, we've talked in length on this show about Will Wade and the basketball program and what that looks like. Uh, we, we found out, you know, OBJ handing out money at the national championship. That's not necessarily a big question. And, uh, and, and then now there's an HBO special that has Will Wade verbalizing him being willing to pay players and 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 yet nothing seems to be moving. LSU got one of their biggest recruits of the year yesterday in a in a transfer player that's a three-time national champion at the division 2 or 3 level. So, uh, he's a North Dakota State guy and uh and, and it's just one of those things that 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 pieces fall into place. People fall into place for a lot of schools, uh, but it just normally doesn't happen like this. This has an Ole Miss smell to it, and uh, and there's a book written about Ed Orgeron and Old Miss. So I'm going to bring up really one really interesting point when we get to Brother Wade. Brother Wade, and then we're we're going to just stand back and watch. <laughs> I think so. I think so. But we're going to open today's show with something really cool. So yesterday, uh, I believe it was yesterday. It might have been the day before. But but there was a video released by by Tennessee football on Twitter uh, that showed Peyton Manning uh, on uh, on the uh, on the call on the the video chat with the football team. It was called Sheriff Got in the Quarterback Room, and it was really just a it was a cool discussion because if you look at it, Peyton took that opportunity and it and it really showed why Peyton Manning is Peyton Manning. Why he's you know why he is the uh, the the guy that we all love the guy that we you know I don't want to say idolize but but honestly childhood hero whatever all those things go into account when you're when you're a young football player you want to be like somebody and like it or not if you like him or not there's a ton of kids that grew up wanting to be Peyton Manning and, and so listen to these few moments because I'm gonna play it it's about two minutes long. And I just want you to hear how this guy not only is is trying to tell these college kids who where he has been before, he's been in this very same spot, quarterback room at Tennessee. He's telling them how to to make a negative into a positive and how to drive out of this and what he did in similar times to uh, to become the leader that he was in his long NFL college career. So let me play this for you, and we'll uh, we'll be right back. Hear from a guy that's been in your shoes. Yeah, he played at a high level, one of the best that's ever played the game at that position. So, Peyton, you share with us whatever, what's ever on your mind and your heart. Sure. Thanks, Coach. Uh, yeah, guys, thanks for letting me join in on the meeting. Uh, I know this is not the way any of you expected to spend uh, uh, the spring uh, of, uh, of one of your years in college, but uh, like, like Coach was saying, it's kind of, it's kind of who can adapt and who can handle it during this time 
that's going to come out ahead. And um, instead of, you know, complaining and, and saying, you know, how bad it is, you know, see it as an opportunity to improve at something. And I think you got to get creative. You guys are already getting creative by having these, you know, meetings. But to me, look, at some point you're going to play football again. You know, who knows when that is. And uh, I imagine you guys are headed for summer school online classes as well, right? So, you know, there's a new norm coming out there. But to me, the team, the players that can really make this into a positive are the ones that are going to come out ahead on the end of this. And look, nobody has any um, uh, any experience in dealing with this. The closest thing that I can relate this to is uh, in 2011, the NFL had a lockout where you weren't allowed to go into the building. You weren't allowed to talk to your coaches in the off season. It truly was a lockout. But as players, we could still organize our own workouts. And I had this great plan. I got, you know, uh, uh, cards drawn up. I got, you know, jerseys. I had, you know, all these walkthroughs set up. I had all the players. I found a high school field. I felt we were going to have this incredible advantage because no other teams were doing that. We, we really had a good group, and we got it together. And next thing you know, I have this neck injury, and I'm out for the season. And it kind of all went for naught for me. But my point is, if you guys can find a way to to get some extra work in, I mean, the communication you guys ought to be able to get with your receivers, with your linemen, with your running backs during this time, you know, create your own little Zoom meetings with different groups uh, um, and, and just talk and communicate about your offense, about what you're expecting from a receiver on a certain route, right? I mean, use the time. I know it's hard to work out together and throw together and I know that can, probably can be frustrating right now but if you get a chance to do that uh you know take advantage of this time to communicate you know coach wanted me to talk to you about a couple things that I always thought was important as a quarterback and uh as an offense and I mean you guys are have a real opportunity to take some real ownership here as leaders and lead the offensive troops right organize Whatever meetings, whatever things you're allowed to do, uh, you guys ought to be the ones, you know, playing the role of the quarterbacks coach, the offensive coordinator, you know, the head coach, if you will, right? Because the coaches are limited now what they can do. It's a chance for you guys to really display some ownership and leadership, and guys are going to follow you, right? And it's not necessarily uh, about a rah-rah speech, right? It's about putting the work in, having it organized, whatever it may be, Guys are going to say, wow, these guys really are on top of it. These guys are passionate about it. I'll follow this guy anyway. And that's a little excerpt from what Peyton Manning said there uh, during the the little quarterback room discussion. And, Boone, uh, can you tell that uh, he may not have the shoulder or the, the arm strength to do it anymore, but, boy, can still uh, he still wants to get in there. He's got the passionate voice. Wayne and I think the key is uh being a leader being like the assistant coach taking charge not who whoever comes out ahead is the people that put in the work and what they all got to do in my opinion Wayne is get close enough to communicate organize all of this out and all get on the same page and Peyton well, Peyton has thrown out that passion and inspiration for him well, and I think he understand like he's trying to communicate something that's not a not a common thought 
in this generation is is that you can't wait on it to come to you. You can't wait on somebody else to to tell you to do something. You have to say, is it going to benefit us if we just talk it out? If we just do this, could it hurt us? You know, and I think sometimes sometimes that that's the biggest drawback of anything. It's people's like, I don't understand how this is going to make me better. Well, a lot of times I like to push that question, how's it going to make you worse? If you have the time to do it and can do it, why not do it? I don't think it's going to take anything away to talk out routes, to talk about why they do certain things or what you're looking for when you run this route. I'm looking for you, you know, when you break up and go go on that post, I'm going to release and you need to be looking for the football or, or what have you. And I thought Peyton did a good job in, in drawing that closer and putting it in a real-world situation with the lockout. And I think he, he said, listen, this is your opportunity. He said that word opportunity maybe five or six times. This is your opportunity to lead this football team. And I hope he's telling this uh, both – you know, I think there's a, there's a pretty good tier progression in that quarterback room between Jared Garantano, I think you've got uh, Harrison Bailey, the new kid on the block – and then you've got uh, Brian Maurer there in the middle. And I think all those guys legitimately can come out of this thing uh, with an edge. And, and I think, Peyton, like I said, it's, it's about putting the work in. It's about doing the things on purpose and doing it the right way. And, 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 and you don't get those glimpses a whole lot. You know, uh, there's, there's things nowadays with media and what have you that, you know, you'll see quarterbacks breaking down film, Tony Romo's doing Sunday, you know, Sunday football. So, I mean, there's an avenue to where you, you can get in the mind of these players. But to me, when I watched that video yesterday, I just couldn't help but think, like, this is the purest version of Peyton. Like, this is the, I'm not getting paid for this. I don't have anything personally to gain from this. I'm literally taking knowledge I have and sharing it with kids that are in the spot that I was X number of years ago. Peyton is a doer. He's not a talker and a thinker and a want to. He has to do things. He's efficient. He does them quickly. He threw out a couple of ideas, the cards, uh, signs, signals. Uh, it's like the business around here. Wayne, we, we cannot go with this – virus we cannot go another week and just sit back and say we're going to dump a couple more trillion we've got to get all these businesses open and they got to like our football players out there they got to find a way to cope and get it done i don't care if you have to wear a mask out there you can still stay within 10 feet of each other well i i don't i don't think he was trying to get them to actually physically get together but but i do think he here's the asterisk that this whole this whole disease, this whole virus has put on us is there's no holds barred. The The level of preparation these football teams are going to have is based around the creativity of the coaching staff and the, you know, the electronic media that they choose to use. I mean, I, I think it's, it's one of those deals where you're, you're picking and choosing and you're digging and you're, you're, you're Googling best ways to communicate and do, because here's the thing, you know, uh, other ways you're like, well, I know. Alabama only has 20 hours with these players just like I do. I know LSU, Georgia only have 20 hours with the players just like I do. But nowadays, it's like, 
What are they doing from a nutritional standpoint? How are they getting these kids to work out? How are they getting them to look? What are they doing with the the young players to get them to know the playbook? You know what I'm saying? There's there's no there's no script that that Jeremy Pruitt and staff can follow. So a lot of times that can be good because there's no handcuffs to keep you down. I mean, I think there's still some contact limits, you know, with with you know number of texts, number of calls, what have you, but. At the end of the day, between student to student, uh, they can do some work, and I think that's what Peyton was showing. But I, I just I wanted to share that 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 little audio clip because Peyton's the man, and and that's a glimpse into why he was the man is because he never let anything stand in his way of being good. He said, "Listen, I'm I, I've got an opportunity here. There's time, which is is something. It was probably the most fleeting uh, resource he ever had was time." And he he didn't waste a whole lot of it. So I, I thought it was a great great conversation, great uh, just words of encouragement from a guy who's done it at a very high level. I mean, this isn't a guy who you know got drafted and sputtered out in the pros. This isn't a guy you you know who who might have done it really well in college, but then it didn't really translate. This is a guy who every level of anything in life he's been a part of has been fairly successful. So uh, I think this this should be a good motivator, and I think we'll see. Uh, based on how these three quarterbacks, and, and there's more than that on the roster, but three legitimate contenders, how they come out of of this of this uh, this virus? Yeah, they got to just get all their language and repetitions and sharing the knowledge, all getting on the same page, and just get the quarterback talk in there, and uh, the do's and don'ts of every route, and uh, get on with those receivers. Well, anything, you know, they can talk to the running backs, you know, because I think Eric Gray, you know, even though he had a great freshman season, there's still some things he can learn in this offseason. Uh, you've got T. Hodge. You've got uh, a lot of these new kids coming in. You know, there, there's 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 that open dialogue that even if it's just a matter of, hey, hey, uh, hey, freshman, hey, hey, T, hey, whoever, you got any questions about the playbook? I'm right here. I've got my I've got my ears wide open. And it's just that that that. Like like Peyton said, the the ownership and the and the the work that you're putting in that makes linemen, running backs, receivers, tight ends, heck, even coaches say, you know, that's the guy I want out there leading my football team. And he's gone so far in the NFL. He can look back at his freshman year, and we're talking quarterback coming out of high school like we've never seen. And he's I'm sure he's thinking of little things that he knows now that he did not do then. And I'm sure he wants to motivate Harrison Bailey to do those. Just a little fun joke. I think he would tell them all to go right into that first huddle and get really aggressive with that offensive lineman, right? No, I doubt no, it. No, I no, doubt no. it. The, <laughs> the first Peyton Manning lesson. I would say. I would say. Oh, uh, Kevin Mays uh, would would tell him different. But uh, anyway, anyway, let's take us a break. Listen to these great sponsors. If you like what you're hearing, check us out on our website, thegrindonsports.com. That's where you can catch every show that we've ever made since 2018, thegrindonsports.com. Also, you can get our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud links right there, and you can download Apple Podcasts or Google Play Music. So check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. And if you like how that looks and you want something like that for your business, check us out. Uh, check them out, 42nd Street Marketing, 42SD.com, or give them a call, 865 382 007. We're going to take a break, listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, we'll talk to Charlie Paleo, host of the Weekend Sports Page right here on WKBL. We'll be right back.
hometown alternative to Ordinary Sports Radio, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, Rocky Top Sports. Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming, but Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. This is Alex Melvin, CEO of Rural King. I want to personally assure you that Rural King and its associates are doing everything possible to provide the things you need for your family, farms, pets, and livestock. Our country has been through hard times before. We will get through this stronger than ever. God bless you and your family. From Rural King, America's Farm and Home Store. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work? Or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. At the Blood Partnership, we're working to keep people safe and informed about the recent outbreak of COVID-19, the coronavirus. We know that as members of the community, businesses are experiencing unexpected challenges, and we're committed to providing as much support as possible. Find business and community information on our website at www.bluntchamber.com or search for Blunt Chamber on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This is Wayne Kaiser, host of Rocky Top Sports, sports radio show, The Grind. If you're looking for a way to catch The Grind, not in its normal programming, if you can't make that six to seven hour, check it out online, thegrindonsports.com. It's the hub for everything The Grind. We've got Twitter feed, Facebook feed, and of course, SoundCloud. If you miss a show, you don't have to miss it forever. Check it out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com. We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 850 AM. 
Rocky Top Sports. Welcome back inside the WKBL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Booner as we grind it out right here on a Friday edition. Quick Friday edition. We uh, All kinds of sound bites today as, as we talked a little bit about Peyton and his, his entrance into the Tennessee quarterback room for a little motivation uh, to the quarterbacks at Tennessee as to how they will uh, progress through this coronavirus pandemic and the lockdown that ensued. But uh, also yesterday, kind of as we said on the onset, uh, we got to talk to Charlie Paleo, host of uh, the weekend show here on WKVL, the sports page, one of the longest running uh, sports talk shows in East Tennessee, if not the whole state. Uh, and, and it's one of those deals. It's in their 41st year. And it's one of those deals. A, a lot of the panel members are older and, and really in a in a precarious uh, category when it comes to impact should they contract uh, COVID-19. So they have taken some measures to kind of kind of clear that up and, and keep everybody safe. But they will this weekend uh, kind of roll out some specialty shows uh, for the sports page. They've been working via telephone with some, some programmers here and we'll have that rolled out uh, this weekend. It's going to be really fun. But we had a chance to catch up with Charlie yesterday, talk a little bit about his playing career, about what this pandemic looks like, how the panel's doing, and then ultimately uh, just kind of just kind of ham it up a little bit uh, in this time where sports is kind of taking a back seat. But let's jump let's jump a little bit to the uh, to the interview, and then when we come back, we'll we'll kind of talk a little bit more about it. But here's Charlie Paleo yesterday afternoon with Boone and I, and welcome into what we're going to coin the Grind Time Extra, where we're going to have a little conversation with fellow WKVL personality Charlie Paleo. Hey, Charlie, how's it going, man? Good. Good, Wayne. Uh, glad to be here. Hey, I got my got my co-host here, Robert Boone. We go, we give him the name Booner, and it's kind of fitting. But uh, how's it how's it going your way? I know uh, I know the the situation that's going on in today's sports has has kind of all but came to a halt. But uh, you know, as we kind of do these things on the weekday or on the weekend, uh, there's still things to talk about, right? Oh, I think so. I think uh, you got a. Uh, a lot of sports stories that are out there right now, and uh, maybe just some, not as maybe not as much as we would like to. And some of our favorites are gone, like baseball, but uh, still a lot out there. And uh, I'm sure they keep you all busy in the morning. Well, I'll tell you, the wild and crazies keep us going here lately because people are they're almost creating things. But Charlie, let me back up a minute. And one, uh, just want to wish, hope that all the, the the members of the sports page and you yourself. Are having are being safe and having being able to to kind of get what you need and do the necessary things. Are you are you doing okay? Yes, we're all doing good. And as far as I know, everybody is uh, doing what they're supposed to, staying home and uh, staying away from people as much as you can. You know, we're not uh, we're not uh, spring chickens anymore on the radio show sports page. Most of us are sixty five and older and. You know, uh, Lon Hersburn just turned 85 this year, so we were very, we were very worried about like Lonnie and, and Ray Trail, and we didn't want to expose them to anything that would uh, would really hurt them, and and so we really we just decided, with, and it was hard uh, 
to put on a show when there's no school, there's no sports, especially for us. Our show is geared towards the high school athletic programs. And uh, without them, we've just decided we've been putting some reruns on, rebroadcasts of some shows. But uh, starting this Saturday, we are going to, for the next six weeks, we are going to uh, broadcast the best of the sports page, which will be the, the top interviews of the year packaged together in, a, in an hour, hour and 15-minute show for the next six weeks. So we're trying to bring back the, the, uh, the, the, the high points of the year so far and, uh, and, and put them out there for everybody to listen to again. Sports Page is one of the longest-running shows in, uh, in East Tennessee, correct? Yeah, this is our 41st year. Lon Herzlin and Bob Gilbert started it back at the uh, at the Olympia Athletic Club way back there when they first did it. And it's, it's been over at Green Meadow Country Club. It's been at uh, Royal Oaks uh, Country Club at one time. And we moved it over to Barley's, now the Blue Tick Tavern, about eight years ago. And we took over the show from Bob about eight years eight years ago, and uh, we've been trying to run with it. But it's been out there a long time, and it's the, the show has always been about the local sports programs and providing our county with the best coverage of the local athletics and, and local athletes. I'll tell you, I've been, I've been here at WKVL for, for right up two years now, and, and I'll tell you, when I moved to Maryville about four years ago, uh, I tuned in, it was probably maybe six months into my stay here, and I knew about the sports page. Uh, so it, it's it's one that that's a staple. It's kind of a cornerstone uh, of the sports kind of world here in Blunt County, and uh, we appreciate uh, at least the two people sitting here. We really appreciate uh, how you you raise up the local kids and what you what you do there. Well, we we like that's what that's what we're all about, and we and, and realistically, you know, we really have had a great group of sponsors that have been with us for eight years. Most of all our sponsors have been together with us, you know, as a group. And, uh, and, and we'd like to say to them, you know, sure, we're going to, we like to, we're going to bring all these people through your front door, but you know, when it comes down to, they feel the same way we do. And that's the, they like to promote the local kids and give something back to the community. And that's what we're all about. Uh, you know, we're, it's like a, a really nice hobby for all us old guys. Up there, go and talk sports, you know, for an hour and a half, two hours on Saturday morning. Then we sit down and eat lunch. So it's uh, it's really been a good uh, a good fit for everybody. And uh, like I said, we want to try and give a little back to our community and promote our kids. Charlie and Boone's going to kind of chime in here. Uh, there, there's some really cool stories that you've been a part of uh, in your time in Blunt County. You know, you you had your your professional baseball career, which. Uh, I did a little did a little research. You uh, you had some fun times, but all with the you know, with the Mets, the Reds, or the Braves. There was there were some good moments there. Oh yeah, I was very fortunate. I mean, I got a late start in professional baseball. I really didn't start till I was twenty three years old. But I really can't complain. I got an opportunity to play for the team I rooted for as a kid with the New York Mets, and uh, and then being traded over to Cincinnati. I got to play with Hall of Famers like Johnny Bench and. Uh, should be a Hall of Famer, and David Concepcion and Ken Griffey and some of those guys. And then going over to the Braves was really, really, really was a high point for me because that was right here in my own backyard, and I got a chance to come home. And, and uh, another chance, that we, I wish we played on some better teams, but overall I, I really played with a great bunch of guys and 
and uh, guys like Dale Murphy and Bob Warner with Atlanta, and uh, some great coaches and with uh, pitching coaches like Bill Mamboquet and Leo Mazzoni and Bruce Del Canton, uh, really exposed to a lot of great, great players and coaches and people that uh, it was a lot of fun. Hey, Charlie, this is Booner. I'm going to throw a trivia question at you. I'm notorious mm-hmm. for this. Tell me the famous pitcher traded who allowed Tom Seaver to come back to the Mets before the 1983 season. You know, I'm not really happy. I don't, I don't, I don't like that question really too much because it, I really want I tell you, I know that the pitcher who was traded was me, sure. But I really wasn't happy about it. I really wasn't. I mean, and honestly, I mean, I had, as a kid growing up, I mean, I had every New York Met picture plastered on my wall in my bedroom in my house in New Jersey. And Seaver was my idol. He was. He was the guy I tried to copy and, and pitch like. And, and, and to be, honestly, to be traded for a guy like that was, was, a, was, a, was pretty neat. It really was. I mean, but I wasn't happy because... I was in New York. I had a great year, my first year for a rookie in New York. And here I am in Florida getting ready for spring training. And I get a phone call and uh, saying, you've been traded. And, there, and I got calls from uh, George Bamberger's manager, uh, Frank Cashin, the general manager of New York, and then just apologizing. They said they really didn't want to trade me, but uh, Cincinnati wanted me. And that was the only way they would make the deal. And the owner at the time of New York Mets, Nelson Doubleday, wanted Seaver back at all costs. You know, he was, and I, I don't blame him. I mean, he's he's the most famous New York Met of all time. But you could and, have played. Uh, you could have been on the same team with him. That would have been awesome. That would have been. That would have been fun. And I really, you know, coming off a good year in New York, I was really excited about 1983. And uh, when I did get traded, you know, Cincinnati was a great place to play. Nothing. I, I will never. I mean, it's. A, Midwest towns in, in Major League Baseball have the best fans uh, I've ever come across. And Cincinnati was a great place. But uh, things didn't really work out there. I got off to a bad start. I got hurt the day before spring training started. And uh, really had a rough time in Cincinnati. But, hey. uh, but it wasn't, you know, I, I had, it wasn't my attitude. You know, I really wanted to play well there. But leaving New York was definitely a, uh, a tough time. Especially hey. since you had such a great start, it would have been nice to have hey. stayed there. Hey Boone, just yeah. uh, just since he's a pitcher, you know the, you know what that means, don't you? Strike one. That's what that is, buddy. <laughs> I'm just I'm yeah. just kidding, Charlie. But uh, hey, is is and this kind of speaks to your playing days, and I and I know that things have changed over over the years. But is is it truly that volatile uh, from year to year in, in the major leagues? Well, you know, the thing about it, if you're a superstar and, and you know when you go to spring training that you, you, know, you have a position, it can, be, it can be pretty relaxing. It can be, you know, spring training that time of the year is, can be really pretty good. But I was never that fortunate. I was always fighting for a job, you know, that ninth or tenth man, tenth man on a pitching staff after that first year in New York to, to, to really try and find my way on a roster. So it's a lot. Of, it's tough. It's tough, and it, what I feel for now are those guys and that were in spring training trying to crack a, a major league roster, and they're not getting the opportunity. Uh, how about you know the minor league kids are trying to work their way up to the big leagues? Uh, 
it's just tough. It's a wasted year. You know, we can send you right back to where you were last year, I guess, when you finally go back. Yeah, but and, uh, things are tough right now. I, it's really tough to be a ball player. Yeah, and and that's the thing that uh, you know, talking with with some of these, you know, I talked to the the Alcoa uh, tornado Lady Tornado softball team just the day after. Uh, they finally they finally called the season there, and it's just one of those moments. And and I'm sure it just escalates as you go up the ranks. But they just they they had a lot taken away from them at that point. And I think you you hit the nail on the head at the minor league level, and even at at, at those those fighting levels in the majors. You know, you're sitting there and and you're like, this is going to be the year that things turn around, or this is going to be the the year I validate what has been done. And and that has all kind of came to a, to a halt, not to a to a close or not to a, a, a an erasing, but I mean it is. I mean it's a point to where you you lose a year and 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 like you said, things things age and and things aren't the same next year. No, let's let's look at the high school level. Look at Heritage High School right here in town. They've got a player. Is it Hayden Gilliland? Kids played ten games. He's got seven home runs and twenty four runs batted in already. Having a great, I mean, a great year. And Heritage was, you know, poised to really, you know, make a run at the district this year. And uh, and there, that season is gone. It's lost. And uh, so uh, there's a lot of a, a lot of teams, a lot of individual players that have really a, a lot. University of Tennessee baseball oh, off to a great start. And uh, guy like Garrett Crochet, big left-handed pitcher for Tennessee, he's going to be a top ten pick, but. Now, no one's even seen him pitch this year at all. Does that hurt his value in, in the draft when it does happen? So I don't, I don't know. And, 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 you know, you look at this, uh, the, the whole dynamic of sports, and, and you know, it's, it's, a, it's a different time because, you, you know, over, over the course of just my lifetime, I've seen, you know, H1N1, Zika. I've seen, you know, the 08 crash, economic crash. Uh, different things that have hit our economy or hit things, and it seems like the constant that always held us up was was we still had sports, we still had baseball, we still had football, even though things were tough. But this is different because you actually saw it impact pretty much the whole world. And is this is this the first thing you've seen that that's really had this scale of an impact? Well, I think the thing about it is it was like the first thing to go was the sports industry. And it hasn't been that way in the past, like you said. This, you know, after after nine eleven, when the I guess you know President George Bush threw out the first pitch, it was a Chase Stadium, and when they were playing in New York, it just sports seemed to reunite the the whole country and uh, make everybody feel better. But like you said, that was the first thing to go. Now, what do you look to? There's nothing, you know. So that's that's the big thing. I think is just I can't believe you know. Usually, sports would always be there. And uh, now it's not. I'll tell you when they when they canceled the uh, March Madness NCAA tournament. I literally said, "Are they stay, starting April Fools too early? What's, right. what's what's going on?" Because it was crazy. I, I just of of the all the things I thought would happen, that wasn't it. Like I no, I, I mean that that's a gigantic money maker for the NCAA and the NBA getting canceled. I'm not a big NBA fan, at least till the playoffs, maybe. So that didn't bother me too much, right? But you know, college basketball. I mean, and then baseball. Now that baseball has moved moved back, and I mean, no, nothing is safe. Football's not safe. College football's not safe. High school football's not safe. Nobody knows really. 
You're, you're right, and and we don't know the extent of it. I think that's another thing. If you said, okay, we cancel basketball, we cancel baseball in in hopes that that everything's done and and ready by summer or or fall, then I think people would would understand. There's kind of an open shut book, you know. There there's a there's a timeline there. But right now, it's cancel as we come to it. You know, the Masters have been postponed. Looks like the you know the Olympics have been postponed. It looks like other things uh, are going to start getting backed up and postponed. So, uh, you, you know, I think all bets are off at this point. And that's the 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 kind of wringing of the hands frenzy that is right now is we don't know. No, I mean I think people are being smart. They're not. They're not canceling things right off the bat. They're giving it a little time as you get closer to those opening days to to make their decision because you have to. But uh, it, it's it's not very good, and, and I think a lot not not just the summer, but the fall is definitely in jeopardy too. I th- I think so. Hey Charlie, I I had a special night. I show up at the Blunt County Hall of Fame induction. Lo and behold, you and your daughter Angela go in there. Tell us uh, how special that night was. Well, I just, I, you know, I appreciate uh, both my children, Meredith and, and Angela. They've carried me for the last 35 years. So it wasn't any different for that Hall of Fame either to go in on Angela's uh, coattails. But uh, I was very, it was a very beautiful night, humbling night for me. And to be there with Angela was very special. She, uh, it was it was it really neat to be around all the great athletes that have come from Blunt County. I, I was not. I still don't think I'm very deserving. I'm not. I didn't play ball here. Or, I mean, I coached here for a while, and we had some some good players and some good teams. But there's some really great athletes that have come out of Blunt County, and uh, it was it was neat to see to see Angela join that group. And uh, for me, it was kind of just icing on the cake to go in. And, to be around all those people, but uh, it's something I'll always remember. It was it was really a neat night. And, uh, it was neat to have the family there and friends, and some of the sports page uh, uh, panel was there. Donnie Moore was there, and uh, Lon Herzman was there also. So it was a good night, very nice night. And yeah, Char- Charlie. He Boone doesn't uh, give himself the reason Boone was there is 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 Chad Smith was uh, he played for for Coach Boone at Alcoa way back in the day, and, and Chad invited him there. I, I thought that was a cool moment for Boone as well, to to be able to just be there with, with like you said, all those those you know, historic kind of situations and, and just those times that you remember and, and you just kind of cemented them by them going into the Hall of Fame. Oh, I, I think so. I think this, this is a great class, I thought. Really a diverse group, and I thought Joe Huff and – and Chris Clark did a great job with the recreation department. Put, they put that thing together every year, and really, uh, and the, the, uh, the, the, I guess the Hilton down at the airport put on a, a great meal. It was a great, great venue for it. So, uh, all, all together, just a great evening. Yeah, it was special. Uh, just walking around, it's like seeing the headlines of the Blunt County Sports Section. Just walking in front of you. Of course, I've always been really interested in sports and of course Kate McMahon was there saw her uh you, your daughter was able to break her record but uh I love seeing everybody there it's just every sport and uh it's just so memorable doing that well you know like I said Blunt County has a great history of of athletes and athletic programs and state championships 
I mean, you can go on and on, but, uh, you know, just look at what Alcoa and Maryville have done in football, you know, in, in their history. But there also been some great baseball players, great basketball players, track and field. I mean, it's a little bit of everything. And the coaches, I mean, some of the top coaches in the country have, have worked over here in Blunt County, very successful. And so I think it's something to all of us that live in this area should be very proud of. So it's a great athletic uh, history and, and programs that have been put together over the years here in Blunt County. Absolutely. Well, Charlie, I don't want to hold you up all evening, but I sure do appreciate you calling in. Again, do you want to want to give some shout-outs again to how, how the sports page is going to look over the next few weeks and where people could put, could go to get those best-of sports page uh, moments? Sure. Well, we'll start this Saturday, April 4th, regular time, 10 o'clock. We'll go, and the show will be a little more condensed version. Like I said, we're going to have the best interviews of the, uh, of the season. And we'll start this week, and then it'll be for six consecutive Saturdays beginning at, at 10 o'clock. Uh, Daily Time sports writer Troy Provo Heron is going to be hosting the Best Of series. And it also include, uh, you know, interviews by Mike Edwards and, and Marcus Fitzsimmons, and also by Troy himself with the uh, Player of the Week side. So uh, we're looking forward to getting that out there and give it an opportunity for the people and the fans of Monk County to kind of relive the uh, – the 2019-2020 sports season uh, here in Blunt County. And it's on w, WKVL 100.9 FM and 8.50 AM, and it will be rebroadcast on Monday nights at 6 o'clock at, on uh, 100.9 FM. Awesome. Yeah, and, and we, we plug you guys every chance we get again Monday through Friday. Uh, on our show but but charlie take care of yourself let the panel know that we're uh we're thinking about them and want them to stay safe and uh can't wait for the next live sports page okay sounds great same here y'all stay safe and uh nice talk to you guys hey thanks charlie we'll talk soon all right bye 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 charlie paleo uh boone we're uh heading back on and uh good conversation with charlie i thought i thought it was a it was a fun conversation uh talking a little i mean we we span the gamut i mean that's kind of our our take right here is uh we were able to talk all the way from playing career to time in blunt county to the sports page all told and uh and charlie had a really good conversation but uh a little bit of variety here on the grind but but boom we got to get to a break we're going to take our last break of the day, listen to these great sponsors. And when we come back, we're going to wrap up what has been a quick moving Friday edition uh, right here on the grind. We'll be right back. You're listening 100.9 FM, 850 AM, and streaming at WKVL.com. We'll be right back.
Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming, but Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. In uncertain times, you can be certain of this. The Salvation Army is serving those most in need with help and hope. Thanks to your donations, the Salvation Army is helping those affected by COVID-19. Those who've lost wages, who have no home to retreat to, who need food, help with utilities, and most of all, hope. To see how you can continue to make a difference, visit SalvationArmyUSA.org. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work? Or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. The Blunt Partnership is committed to leading the Blunt County business community through this coronavirus outbreak. We will continue to be a resource for all businesses, as well as supplying up-to-date information for our community. Please check out our website for updated information at www.bluntchamber.com or search for Blunt Chamber on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This is Wayne Kaiser, host of Rocky Top Sports, sports radio show, The Grind. If you're looking for a way to catch The Grind, not in its normal programming, if you can't make that six to seven hour, check it out online, thegrindonsports.com. It's the hub for everything The Grind. We've got Twitter feed, Facebook feed, and of course, SoundCloud. If you miss a show, you don't have to miss it forever. Check it out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com. We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports. Welcome back inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Booner as we grind it out right here on a Friday edition. Boone, uh, great conversation with Charlie. Excited to have him. And uh, and, and I think he, uh, you, you know, they're they're doing some things to, to kind of preserve what is. Uh, but uh, at the same rate, I uh, just wanted to touch base and kind of get the, the heartbeat of what was going on. Uh, with the sports page, but uh, but Boone got a little bit to to follow follow up on here at the end. Want to talk a little LSU, and the question is, and, and and again, we got about ten minutes to talk about it. The question is, LSU has uh, has gotten a little brash here lately, and and what I'm saying is, is it's you, you've seen it play out, and and you've probably seen it play out more than I. You see these schools that all of a sudden rise up. 
And, and, and you know, it happens. I mean, Clemson's good right now, and, and there doesn't seem to be a ton of just uh, bad publicity. But there's other schools, you know, and like the Hugh Freeze version of Ole Miss. Uh, you, you know, even, even the Ed Ordron version of Ole Miss, they just never got really good. Uh, he was just doing some things kind of wrong, and, and, and they, they just got caught. But, he, you know, there's all these opportunities for when schools just make an, an epic rise – that you're kind of like, eh. well, then then the basketball program starts playing really, really good. Get get some really good recruits, uh, does some really nice things, and all of a sudden there's this audio that comes out that has Will Wade talking about paying players, and uh, and and that gets dismissed based on there was no there was no tangible evidence of money changing hands. Uh, basically, the the conversation went, you know, anybody can say they're paying players. But uh, if there's no money trail, then it's circumstantial, et cetera, et cetera. So, and, and then now there's a ESPN special released, or it's it's going on right now. It's a HBO special. I'm sorry, uh, but there's actually you can hear the audio that says Will Wade said I can pay him better than rookie minim, minimum, and nothing's coming of it. Uh, OBJ Odell Beckham Jr. handing out money at the the national championship game. Uh, and and they just say that that wasn't real money, but Joe Burrow looks square in the camera's face and says it was real, and so and nothing's going on. And then now yesterday, uh, you know, a lot of upheaval, a lot of changes, a lot of difference, a lot of players leaving, et cetera, et cetera, and a three-time national champion from North Dakota State at the lower level is now at LSU, and I'm just like. You know what? What? What crystal ball did they rub? What lamp? If if you're a Disney Plus member, what lamp did they rub to get Will Smith to jump out of that genie or jump out of that lamp to be their genie? I I don't. Stuff just ain't lining up, and, and the fact that there's no questions being raised just kind of bugs me because Lord knows if we get two good recruits in a row, the NCAA's car is parked in front of Thompson, the Thompson Center. If you follow this stuff, why well, know closely? There's there's one rule you never break, and it's been broken. You don't embarrass the NCAA and let everybody see you embarrass them. We're on hold, and it's weird. Uh, I thought they would drop the hammer one year ago, and it's it hasn't happened yet. The, uh, the former AD, I mean, he comes out, and he says, listen, I'm going to tell you something. I had some really bad recommendations when I hired Will Wade. I should have never hired that guy. But you're you're right. He's so brash. He's so cocky. Uh, the blue bloods who've never gotten caught, in my opinion, Wayno, don't go near a telephone. They know to not go near a telephone. Not only does Will Wade go to a phone, he starts recanting in the past, bragging. Of course, the FBI is uh, tapping in on his cell phone. He's bragging about getting more talented players than smart at a better bargain. And he he feels, I know he's in his 30s, he feels like a Teflon man where, uh, like an MC Hammer song, you can't touch this. <laughs> but he, like I said, he's embarrassed the NCAA when, when this uh, special, what was the name of it? The, the scheme, wasn't it? Uh, I, I predict very soon. Now he restructured his uh, contract also, uh, 
uh, if there's any investigation at all, let's say they investigate him and they don't find uh, level one or level two violations, the mere fact that he gets investigated is cause to be fired. And the weird thing, Wayno, is Coach Wade has also signed and said he will not sue them if they fire him. But here he is bragging, uh, buying guys off, and they say, you know what, take a few steps away. We'll check you out. Okay, we'll, we'll come on back and we'll take Dawkins as the fall guy. He's still collecting millions, and he's subject to collect $7.3 million by 2023. Well, see, and the deal is, and here's what the Tennessee fans and, and me personally thinks that this is, this is crap, is because Bruce Pearl got three years for a barbecue. We didn't even get the kid. And the kid that Will Wade's talking about, is number one on his on his ball club, Smart, that great point guard who pretty much beat us two years in a row. So, I, you know, call it sour grapes, call it whatever you want. Here's the deal. It is what it is. Do the due diligence, do the investigation, and obviously here's the difference. Here's the difference. Bruce Pearl said, yeah, I had a barbecue. He went back and, and cleared the air. Will Wade's lo- looking to ride this lie as long as he can. And then, quite frankly, it looks like the athletic department as a whole just is a and, – and here's the deal. I, I think sometimes you sell your soul, and, and I think they're about winning right now. You know, they've been battling Alabama for a long time in football. They've been battling, you know, a lot of other schools in, in basketball for a long time, and they're just they're just interested in, in by all means necessary, getting it done. And, and you know – I'm not going to say that that you know their fans aren't loving it, you know, winning ball games and and doing doing what they do on the court, but I'm and the football field. But I'm just saying, like an apple needs to be an apple. Right. Here's the weird part, Wayno. You go up to to any fan or any LSU alumni, present or past, and you go, "How about this deal with with Coach Will Wade?" They pull a Columbo. They start running their hand through their hair twisting her head and they kind of turn around and walk the other way why they're embarrassed it's ridiculous that it's gone on this long you have to think if they don't act in a few weeks after this goes public they're not going to do anything yeah oh i no, i think they've they've uh they've hooked their their carriage up to to will wade i think this is this is going to ride until if if they ever find i think that there's some like tangible video if there's tangible like paper trail, then they may act, but I, I just don't see it coming. And and I guess that's that's the thing that bothers me is it's 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 picky choosy who they who they drop the hammer on who they who they don't. And and you know it's funny you know this is it's all about the ebb and the flow. It's it's that whole Mister Bean up and down the hill discussion. It's where you catch the NCAA. North Carolina catch them at the bottom of the hill. LSU looks to have caught them at the bottom of the hill, and honestly, they teed Tennessee up. They put them on, on a little wooden tee and just punted them about 30, 30 yards. What was weird is they said, Coach Wade, you've got to meet with LSU and NCAA officials. He says, no, ain't going to happen at all. And he doesn't do it, and then they go in there for a few days and look at it. Next thing we know, he's their coach. You're you're not you're not as tough as what you put on paper. You're as tough as what you do. And if LSU doesn't drop the if they don't if they don't discipline, then Will Wade is owning them. Will Wade does command the troops. And and right now that's what's happening. But Boone, we gotta head on out of here. Top of the hour, Jason Swain in the Swain event and what is 
the big time block of sports right here on WKVL. But uh, we're going to jump on out of here. We're going to head out on to the weekend. But if you're on your way to work or on your way home, take care, be safe, and yes, grind on. Have a good weekend. Watch a lot of TV. Spend some good time with your family. Have a good weekend. We'll see you Monday.